guys, it is still Thursday, September 24th. Um, I've made it to nighttime. It is 8.30 at night. <clears throat> Somehow or another, I have managed to stay well today and to found a way to feed my addiction today. Not really sure how. <laughs> I really don't know how, but I'm not ahead. I'm just, I ended up running into a couple people that also are in active addiction and sold a little bit to them, which is like the worst thing that I could do on probation right now. Like, I'm not on probation yet. I'm on pre-trial release for where I just got arrested the other day. And I, you don't have to tell me, I am a college graduate. <laughs> I know that drug dealing is probably the worst possible thing that I could be doing at this point. But I honestly don't know another way like, to make cash money and the amount of money that I need to make as quickly as I need it besides this occupation. And, oh my god, I am just already over it. Like, I am just already over it. You know, I've, I've got a couple people who tried it, and they're like, it's great, it's good, I'll call you every day for it, thank you for not selling me trash. You know, they also like the fact that I delivered to them. And then, of course, there's always the people out there that are like, oh, I don't feel it, I want my money back. But, you know, listen, I don't care what drug you sell. I've never met a drug dealer that gives refunds. So, that girl today just aggravated me. Like, there's just, there's no way that she did not feel it. Like, she claims that she did quite a hefty amount and that she couldn't feel anything. I just don't believe her. There's always those addicts out there that are looking to, like, get high for free. And basically then also get their money back so they can go get some more drugs, and I definitely feel like she is one of those people, and I mean, I really don't know her, this is the first time, literally, that I've met her, but she, she knows a lot of the people that I know, so, whatever, I really don't care, I honestly really just don't care, I mean, I kind of was hoping that she would like it, so that she would continue to call me every day, but it is what it is, it's still pouring rain, it's been raining all day, and I feel like that has just put me in such just a blah mindset, so I'm gonna have to go to check in, basically, with the probation officer tomorrow morning as part of my pre-trial release terms, and honestly, I've never been on pre-trial release in the county that I live in right now, I have no idea what that'll actually include or what they're going to ask of me. I mean, realistically, I'm sure they're going to ask for money because any probation that I've ever been on, which, I mean, I've basically been in and out of trouble for the last 10 years of my life, and I mean, I've never had a drug charge, but I've still been in and out of trouble. I've been on probation, I've been to prison, I've been to county jails, and the number one thing that probation always asks of is, did you bring your weekly payment amounts? So, I'm sure they're going to want money tomorrow. But the one thing I'm, like, really nervous of is if they're going to drug test me. And, you know, I don't have a drug charge right now. That's I don't, I've never had a drug charge. But, 
it doesn't matter if I've ever had a drug charge or not. They still usually drug test when you go to probation and check in. And there lies the problem because I cannot pass a drug screen, obviously. You know, I don't, I don't know. Like, I thought about bringing someone else's urine with me. And that just, like, just the fact of, like, doing that is just so below me. Like, just, like, so disgusting. Like, I'm going to bring someone else's piss in my pocket, you know, like, what? Has my life really come to that? But God, like, at the same time, I don't know. A lot of the times, I don't really see myself as an addict because I'm not doing it at this point in my life to get high. Like, I just, it's like a vitamin almost. I get up and I take my medicine and I go to work. I have a normal day just like any other non-addict, like I usually work an eight-hour shift, I come home, I cook dinner, I clean the house, I go to bed, and so I really, I guess I forget sometimes that I am an addict, and so like I don't want to go to jail for using, (laughs) you know, even though it is illegal, because I feel like I am a productive member of society, I mean, not right now, that's for fucking sure, but usually I am, I mean, I know that of course my addiction hurts myself, but I don't really believe that my addiction hurts any of the people that are in my life or around me, you know, like I am still a great girlfriend, you know, I carry a job, I pay my taxes, I pay my child support, I'm not one of those people that like sits at home and is very capable of working and just sits there and collects unemployment or like you know, a disability check, like, I usually, I work for my money, I work very hard for my money, even this last job that I had gotten arrested at, I don't know a whole lot of females that work at a used tire shop, like, it was very, very hard work, and it took me two years as a female before I was even treated with equal respect as my male counterparts that I was working with, um, it definitely wasn't somewhere that being a female was easy. Like, a lot of people are like, oh, well, you're pretty, so I'm sure that you had it made there, working around all guys, and that was not the case at all. I mean, I really had to go above and beyond to show the other employees there that were men that I was capable of working there, and that I was able to do just as much as the guys working there, and I do feel like a lot of the times, they actually gave me a heavier workload than most of the guys that work there, and, you know, that's okay, I never complained, but, you know, I guess I just, like I said, I forget I'm an addict, because it's not, usually, it was nothing that I talked about, like, it was nothing that came up at home, I never discussed with anyone my addiction, or the drugs that I was on, like, I just took my medicine, and continued on through life, like I said, it was basically like taking my vitamins, Like, it was not, I don't want to, I mean, obviously it was still a part of my life, but I have met, you know, like, I guess I'm trying to compare it to people that, like, I know a lot of people where that's all they do. Like, they go out and they steal, and they, you know, hustle, or they sell, you know, dope, or do steal, you know, whatever, boost, sell things secondhand, whatever it is to feed their addiction, and it often becomes, like, an all-day thing. Like, that's all they do all day long is find ways to come up with money illegally in order to supply their 
addiction, and for me, that was not the case. I was working a job, and that is how I fed my addiction. I went to work every day, and I got paid cash money every day, and I stopped at my dealer on the way home and picked up what I needed for in the morning, and, you know, my my better half never had to pay for my addiction. I mean, I think there was a couple times, maybe, like, on holidays when I didn't work that I did ask him for a couple dollars, but, I mean, he never asked me, hey, where is the money going towards? Because, like, you know, we've been together two years now, and, like, never have I ever stolen from him. I've never pawned or took anything out of the house that wasn't mine. Like, we have a very trusting relationship. And honestly, I think if he knew that I was using, I don't even think that that would be, like, a deal breaker. Because... I don't know, like, he's not had to pay for my addiction. He's not had to suffer in any way. I do, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think he would be very upset because he loves me and cares for me. And, of course, overdose is always a concern or a worry. Or just the fact that I'm on drugs is very upsetting to a lot of people. It's upsetting to me, I just, I guess I'm just so used to it now. I don't know. So, back to probation. I'll have to report in the morning right and early at 7.30 a.m., and I'm just really nervous that if they do drug test me, that I'll fail, that they'll arrest me on the spot. I don't know. You know, the world is so different now with corona and everything going on with that. Like, I tried to go get a social security card today. I couldn't even do that. Everything's online or in the mail. I mean, things are just so different. You know, but I will say that when I was arrested on this charge before I got out on bond, I never made it past, like, the holding intake drunk tank at the jail. But I was just amazed to see that they did hand you a mask to wear when you first got there. But nobody was wearing it. Like, the inmates were not wearing the mask, and either were the guards. So, like, it just kind of, like blew my mind, like, especially at a jail, like, that seems to me like a petri dish, like, if one person comes in, especially with no one wearing their mask, like, everybody's gonna get sick, and it was just so lax, like, the guards, well, okay, the guards would not wear their mask if they were just hanging out with the other, like, the guards, if the guard was sitting at the guard station with another guard, they would not wear their mask, but they would put them on when they came into the pod with the inmates, But still, like, I feel like it should just always be on, not like when you just want to wear it. Like, it's always on, and it's not an option not to wear it. And the inmates, you know, like, they're they're housed very close together. I mean, we're literally sitting on top of each other, even in the holding tank. I mean, there was girls to my left and right. We were very close in proximity. And no one was even covering their mouth. Or the people that did have on their mask, it was just, like, on their chin. Like, (laughs) I wasn't understanding. It was just so crazy. And this one lady came in, and she's like, well, I could hardly breathe as it is. No less if I put a mask on. How am I going to be able to breathe? And I saw this thing online. It was a long time ago. Well, a couple months ago. And... The lady was, like, a registered nurse or a doctor. She was one or the other, okay? And she put on a mask and had, like, an oxygen sensor on her finger or wherever the fuck it goes. 
and she ran in like a 5k or 3k like she ran a quite a long race and it was like 95 that day in Florida with like 95% humidity or just something insane and she said she also does suffer from asthma okay so this lady had on video chat the entire race and she periodically stopped and took screenshots of the oxygen level and checked in like on the video chat with how she was feeling was she able to breathe was the mask making it difficult to breathe and like she said a lot of it was in her head like just the fact that you had something covering your face made her feel like at some points that she was unable to breathe but then she would look down at her you know oxygen reading and it would be at like 99 or 100% the entire time she ran the race and again like we're talking about in Florida high humidity 90 degree weather and she was able to get the same level of oxygen intake as somebody that did not have a mask on like it really didn't make a difference and so when this lady in the in the jail in the holding cell the other, another inmate waiting to post bond was sitting there talking about how she couldn't breathe with the mask on like I kind of just laughed like yeah that's definitely in your head because I remember seeing that video but you know at the same time maybe people just don't want to wear it I don't know I guess they feel like they're not gonna get it I, I don't know I know a lot of the times I get very lax with my mask even going to like Kroger like I don't want to put it on and I don't know why I feel like I'm above it because I'm not I could definitely get it and I know that for how I feel as an addict because I use every day and I don't know if this is a proven point like scientifically but I feel that when I am in active addiction I am constantly sick even now like I'm very congested right now like I either always have a sinus infection or a sore throat I always have something wrong with me and like compared to for instance when I was in prison for two years I was sober it was like a work camp prison though so every day I left the prison and went and worked at the boys and girls clubs of America and I basically just slept and ate dinner at the prison but left during the day in the entire two years that I was in prison I think I was sick one time so compare that to now when I'm actively using and I'm constantly sick. I mean, I am snorting heroin up my nasal passages every day, multiple times a day. So, I mean, God only knows what my nose looks like on the inside. But, I mean, I am always sick. So the fact that I feel like sometimes I'm above the coronavirus or I'm not going to get it or I'm lax with my mask really is kind of stupid. I don't know why I'm very lax with my mask, but I guess I shouldn't be. But, I mean... You know, I guess, and I think, too, it's been going on for so long, like, people just don't even care anymore. Like, they're just tired of hearing about it. Or maybe it's been going on for so long, they just, like, think it's over with, but it's not. Like, in the news, we just hit, like, the 200,000 mark, I think, of people dying in America. That's a lot. Like, that's a lot. You know, and it's like, I just, like, oh, I don't want to get sick. I mean, these are people dying. So, I don't know why I'm lax with it, but that's that that's today like I said I may I managed to get through today with enough medication 
I have enough medic like I have enough medication almost to get me through all day tomorrow also. So it won't though because I do have a very strong will. <laughs> like just because I have it, I'm not one of those people that has to do it all. Like you know, people that have money burns a hole in their pocket, they have to spend it, like that kind of same thing. But still, like, I'm an addict, and it's still in front of me, so there is a lot of times at the house where I'll do it just because it's there, not because I need it. So, although, like, what I have left right now should get me through all day tomorrow, it won't. But I guess I just need to really focus on tomorrow morning and probation check-in and pray that everything goes good. You know, I know that my better half is going to take me so that at least if they do arrest me, my car will not get impounded again. And so he'll be able to drive the car home because, you know, that was, it was there one overnight and it was $250 to get out. And boy, he was pissed because we just got, we have a brand new car. It's not even 10 days old. Still has the temp tax on it. $10,000 is what we put it, well, we put out seven and finance the other three thousand but you know who gets a brand new car impounded i mean oh and it was so embarrassing because when we went to get it out of the impound lot i don't know if it was the impound lot or the police but they had wrote across the windshield biohazard heroin because there was heroin in the car when they arrested me and like that was just we had to drive home like that I mean, that was just so embarrassing. Oh, my God. I don't... If he were to leave me tomorrow, I wouldn't blame him. You know, I really wouldn't. And he never asked, like, why does the windshield say that? Because I, I did not get charged with the drugs they found on the car. I told them there was drugs in the car. But he never asked about it, and I didn't say anything. I mean, he's not stupid. He is a couple years older than me, but, you know, he's a good cookie. Like, he is a homeowner... He's not even 40. He owns his own home. He has a retirement fund. He's had the same job for the last 10 years. Like, you know, perfect credit. So he's not dumb. I'm sure he put two and two together, but he never asked me, hey, why does the windshield say biohazard heroin across the top of it? But I guess I will check in with you guys tomorrow. I'll let you know how probation goes, pre-trial release, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And on to another day of trying to figure out how to stay afloat. And I guess I'm going to get online either tonight or tomorrow and apply for a replacement social security card. Because I can't even go job searching until I have that. I mean, I could, but if they hired me, I couldn't start working. So, baby steps, I guess. I just don't want too much time to, like, get away from me. And then before you know it, a month has gone by. I'm still not working. You know what I'm saying? Day, like, because it's already been four days. Three days. Today's three days since I got arrested. So, like, time's already just, like, cruising by. So, I don't know. I'll check in tomorrow. And we'll go from there. All right.